Brad Walker is well known as the stretch coach, and he brings his expertise to the podcast to talk about how you can improve your flexibility and how this helps your pickleball game. While many of us just jump right in and start playing pickleball, he stresses the importance of what we should be doing before, during, and after our time on the court. So let's get to the intro to hear from Brad. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I'd like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, Brad Walker. How are you doing today, Brad? I'm really good, Lynn. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, I got connected to you through the, the Pickleball Virtual Summit that's actually coming up here in a couple weeks. And I know you've got quite a background in terms of fitness and, and stretching, which we'll get into a minute. I don't actually know a lot about your pickleball background. Uh, do you actually play the game? Um, no, I don't. I was introduced to pickleball just recently through the summit. I had heard of it before and I'd seen it on TV and I, I sort of wondered what it was all about. So yeah, it was quite exciting to get asked to to talk at the summit and uh, learn a little bit more about it. All right. Well, great. I, you know, there is some similarities certainly between pickleball and badminton, tennis, you know, most ping pong, a lot of other racket sports. So I know when your background, you've, you are, have been an athlete and still are. Talk a little bit about your background in terms of your athletics. Yeah, sure. Look, way back in the late 1980s and early 1990s, I was a professional uh, triathlete for a few years. So I enjoyed that uh, immensely. It was a great time in my life, not only from a personal fun perspective, but um, also from what I learned. It was great mixing with a lot of different athletes, working with a number of different coaches and you know, just getting uh, different people's input and perspective on, on health and fitness and training and exercise. So yeah, it was a great time uh, in my life and it sort of launched uh, my career into coaching and training, which really got me interested in stretching and flexibility. I actually had the pleasure of working with a number of different athletes. One athlete I was working with was the uh, number two ranked squash player at the time. So that's about as close to pickleball as I've come in regards to working with athletes. But but yeah, certainly it was great to get to know the game of squash and understand its particular uh, uniqueness and what squash athletes needed. So yeah, it was a it, it was a good learning experience. You know that that's perfect. Go ahead and then and talk a little bit about you know, what athletes do need, you know, who are squash players, because like you said, that would be the most similar to pickleball. And actually, there is a lot of similarity. You know, what, what do they need from kind of that stretching and flexibility perspective? Yeah, well, squash and I imagine pickleball as well, just from what I've seen uh, on TV and on video, it's a very agility based game. There's a lot of movement. There's a lot of quick dynamic type movement, a lot of side to side movement, quick rushing forward and backward and so forth. And that puts a quite particular demands on the athlete. So flexibility uh, in being able to react quickly being able to just bend and reach and you know reach up high or reach down low to 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 reach the ball is really important so flexibility plays a, a huge role in that just by increasing your flexibility increasing your range of motion and just increasing your ability to move freely on the court is a big advantage for any uh, racquetball 
athlete. So yeah, flexibility played a big part in in the training that I was doing with 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 the squash player. We used to spend quite a bit of time working on flexibility, also working on dynamic flexibility, being able to change direction quickly. And yeah, obviously it was a, a big part of his success. Now, I would say still in pickleball, there are so many players who are, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s. I mean, just even at those ages, I mean, flexibility is just difficult to, you know, have as much as when you did when you were younger. But I know it's probably something that we can all work on. What are the best ways to work on flexibility? Well, you know, flexibility is like any other aspect of health and fitness. If you want to get fitter, then you need to dedicate time to doing some cardiovascular or aerobic type activity. If you want to get stronger, then you need to dedicate time to maybe getting in the gym and lifting some weights and working on your strength. And flexibility is is no different to any part or any other form of, of, of fitness. So you need to dedicate time to your stretching and flexibility training. Now, obviously, there's some right ways and some wrong ways to do that. And we can certainly talk about those as we get into the podcast. But essentially, you know, I wish I could tell everyone that, you know, just do A, B and C and you'll be more flexible tomorrow. But that's not the case. Flexibility is a, is a long-term project, just like any other aspect of health and fitness. So if you want to improve your flexibility. And I think there's a a lot of benefits that go along with that, not only just on the pickleball court, but also in general life as well, just being able to move more freely, increase your range of motion and your mobility, being able to sort of bend and reach and turn and and just, you know, increasing your flexibility helps to reduce those aches and pains and stiff tight muscles and joints. So certainly some benefits to uh, dedicating some time to flexibility training. And I think flexibility and stretching is is an often neglected part of our health and fitness. People are, you know, are focused on on the hard work side of, of, of training, the getting out there and sweating and, and working up a sweat and know, breathing heavy, et cetera. But I think uh, a lot of people are realizing that, you know, if we want to keep doing all those fun activities that we all enjoy, then we need to take our our recovery and our rehabilitation a little bit more seriously and, and stretching plays a big role in that. So is the stretching really the the key to developing the flexibility or is it kind of more than that? Well, stretching is sort of the number one thing you can do to increase uh, your flexibility and, and range of motion. So definitely stretching should be the focus. There are some other things that help things like getting a massage or using a, a foam roller or some of those other tools that help with with mobility and, and, and muscle range of motion. But stretching really is the number one thing that's going to improve that flexibility. Okay, so I'm headed to the pickleball courts tomorrow morning. Once I get to the courts, what should I be doing that's that's really going to help me before I play? Yeah, sure. So I think all athletes, whether pickleball players or or athletes from from any other sport, should be incorporating some sort of warm up into their into their routine to get you ready for your pickleball game. Now, a warm up consists of a couple of different things. Firstly, a warm up should consist of some sort of aerobic or cardiovascular exercise. So anything from jogging on the spot or or going for a brisk walk, maybe doing some star jumps or some skipping 
rope or something like that. Anything that gets the heart rate up, gets your breathing a little bit heavier, gets the blood flowing. That's the first part of a warm-up that you should be doing. After you've done a little bit of a cardiovascular warm-up, then you can start to do some stretching. Now, one of the big mistakes people make when it comes to stretching as part of the warm-up is they do it too hard or too vigorously. As part of the warm-up, any stretching that you do, you want to do very gently, very slowly. You don't want to be pushing <clears throat> pushing the stretch to the point of pain. And I think a lot of people, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, a lot of people have the misconception that they need to push their stretching while they're doing their warm up. And this just isn't the case. So my recommendation is to take it very gentle, very easy with your stretching. Get into that stretch position. You only need to hold it for a few seconds during your warm up. All we're trying to do is just lengthen out those muscles. Uh, loosen up those joints a little bit and help you get some more mobility so that you're ready for uh, for your pickleball. Once you've done a little bit of stretching, then you can incorporate uh, a little bit more dynamic type work. So maybe you could do some um, drills on the pickleball court or sort of those sport specific type drills and activities to really get you ready for your pickleball game. Now, when I'm doing my stretching before I play, I mean, is that something that should last five minutes, 15 minutes? What's kind of recommended? Yeah, look, we don't need to take too much time during the warm-up. If you spent two or three minutes doing your cardiovascular warm-up, getting your, getting your heart rate up, getting your blood flowing, then spend another um, two to three minutes doing a few few stretches and then another minute or two just doing some some drills, maybe getting on the court and having a little bit of a practice game. That's plenty of plenty of work for a warm. Right. Yeah. Most pickleball players are are pretty good at having, you know, that warm up on the court, just kind of where you get behind the kitchen line and you hit, you know, real soft shots. But I, I think it's what's so neglected is, you know, anything like that two or three minutes of cardio, a couple minutes of stretching just before you actually get on the court that so many of us are missing, especially, you know, the older players like me. Yeah, it is a really important part of the warm-up and it is sort of the neglected part. Most people are just keen to get onto the court or get into their sport and start playing. If you do take those extra couple of minutes before you get on the court, you will find that firstly, you'll be more ready for your pickleball game. But secondly, you, you reduce the chances of getting an injury. If the first thing you do before you've warmed up is just jump onto the court and start playing, there is the, there is the risk that you may injure yourself just because your body isn't ready for any dynamic or agility-based type exercise. All right. So let's say I've done that routine that you recommend. I get, I'm getting on the court. I'm, you know, playing in games. And is there anything I should be doing on the court, you know, that would help me from, you know, a, you know, to develop more flexibility, we'll say. Yeah, look, on the court isn't necessarily the time where you want to uh, try to improve your flexibility. It's more about staying loose and limber and just uh, ready for your game. So if you are sort of in between games or in between matches, you can do what's called some dynamic stretching. And dynamic stretching is just stretching exercises that are done with movement. So things like arm swings, leg swings, a trunk rotations, that sort of stuff. That'll just continue to help you stay loose and limber and ready for any games that may be coming. Yeah, that's actually perfect because I, I was out there today and 
I had, I think, you know, one break for maybe five, six, seven minutes. And that would have been the perfect opportunity to do some of that dynamic stretching while I was waiting. Because when I went back in, it was still, it wasn't really, really warm. So it was still a long enough period of time where I felt like, I almost need to, to warm up again. Yeah, yeah. And that is the danger, especially if you've got long breaks between your games, you can cool down. And especially if you're playing in a cold climate, body can cool down. So when you go back onto the court, almost like a mini warm up to get yourself going again and ready to play. Right, right. Absolutely. So, okay, so I'm at the point where I've, I'm now I've played for a couple hours, I've finished up, what should I be doing after I'm done playing? Yeah, so there's a couple of things you can do. You should be doing some sort of a cool down after your pickleball game. And again, that can include a little bit of stretching. The type of stretching you want to do is is your more static stretching where you just get into that stretch position and then hold it. In this, as part of your cool down, you can hold your stretches for a little bit longer. This will just allow the muscles to lengthen and loosen up again. As you can imagine, when you're playing pickleball, your muscles are constantly contracting. And over the course of a game or a couple of games, the muscles actually shorten in length. So by including a little bit of a cool down after your game, maybe sitting down for a few minutes, five or five or six minutes, doing a few stretches, you'll open up those muscles again, lengthen them out and just help to reduce any soreness that you may feel later on. I'm sure everyone's experienced that soreness that you feel a day or so after a, a tough game. You wake up the next day and, and tighten and it hard to, to, to get around for the first few hours of the day before your body sort of loosens up again. So doing a little bit of a cool down afterwards, spending some time holding those stretches for a little bit longer will help to loosen those muscles up. But again, make sure you're not stretching too hard. Again, this is something that sometimes people make the mistake of trying to stretch too hard or too intensely after their game, you've got to remember your muscles are tired. They are sort of worn out and, and uh, a little bit um, tired and sore. Uh, so the last thing you want to do is overdo it and push your stretching too much during the cool down and end up hurting yourself as part of the cool down. One of the things in pickleball that we always try and make sure we do is to act, to minimize our mistakes. So, you know, try not to hit it in the net, try not to hit it out of the court, what have you. You, you mentioned when one mistake there in terms of, of stretching, but are there other things that are kind of fall into that stretching mistakes category? Yeah, yeah, there certainly is. There's a couple of mistakes uh, people make when it comes to stretching. You know, using the wrong type of stretching at the wrong time is one of the one of the mistakes um, people make. I mentioned before, as part of the cool down and the warm up, just to only stretch very gently. So a lot of people try to do too much during the warm up and cool down. A couple of other mistakes I see people make is is holding their breath while stretching. So make sure when you are doing your stretching, it can sort of even without you realizing it as you get into the stretch position you can tend to hold your breath so make sure that you're just uh, breathing deeply while you're doing your stretches it'll help your body relax it'll help to oxygenate your muscles and 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 soft tissues so help with flexibility so make sure you're not holding you doing the same stretch over and over again uh, over again is another mistake i see people make try to get as much variety in your stretching as possible and try not to just focus on one particular muscle group so 
Um, what I recommend uh, when it comes to stretching is that you think about where you're most tight. So most people have tightness in particular areas. You know, my, the, the tightness that I may have may be different to the tightness to where you have uh, muscle tightness. So think about those areas that uh, you feel are most tight uh, and then spend most of your time working on those those particular areas. Another mistake some people tend to make is stretching an injury. If you do have some sort of an injury, then you want to avoid stretching it, especially uh, some sort of muscle strain or sprain. The muscle's already been damaged and 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 put under under pressure. So if you do any intense stretching on an injury, you can make it work. That's perfect. That's really great advice because I know I've made some of those mistakes back years ago when I played competitive soccer and stretching, you know, a muscle that's already injured, it does makes it feel much worse. <laughs> Alrighty then. So in thinking about, you know, we've talked about before you play, while you're playing afterwards, you know, when I'm I'm at home, are there other things I should be doing to really help improve my flexibility when I'm like completely off the court away from pickleball? Yeah, there certainly is. I mean, you know, we've talked about stretching uh, before and after your pickleball game and, you know, stretching before your pickleball game is more about getting you prepared for your uh, for your game rather than focusing on improving your flexibility and then stretching after your game is more about helping you recover and get over your pickleball game if you want to really improve your flexibility then it is important to dedicate some other time to stretching where you can hold the stretches for a little bit longer you could do a little bit more stretching you can go deeper into the stretch so it's really important to set aside some time to work on your stretching to improve your flexibility. And probably one of the best times to do that is late at night before you go to bed. I know for myself and a lot of the other athletes that I've worked with, um, usually spend that uh, last half hour or hour before you go to bed sitting on the floor, maybe in front of the TV and um, doing a few stretches then. As I said, that gives you a bit more time to go a little bit deeper into your stretches. Uh, you can actually start to push the stretching a little bit more when you're when you're doing it at at this time. But there's also some other benefits when it comes to stretching at night. Firstly, the increased range of motion that you have is the last thing your nervous system remembers before you go to sleep at night. So it's almost like you're setting your normal level of flexibility. The other thing too is that when you sleep, that's the time that your soft tissues heal. So your muscles and your joints and all the other soft tissues are actually healing while you sleep. So they're actually healing in a stretched or an elongated position. And again, it's sort of like resetting your normal level of flexibility. So yeah, and it's just a, a great way to relax before you go to bed. People often say that they they find they actually get a better sleep after having a bit of a stretch before they go to bed at night. So it's just a great way to unwind after the day and, and, and get a good stretch and, um, and work on your flexibility. I love that idea. And if, if stretching can help cure insomnia, that that's a great remedy. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Now, I, you know, I grew up playing sports, you know, 
luckily I had good coaches, stretching and flexibility was a huge part of kind of my training. But, you know, for people who may not, a lot of people will come into pickleball with, without a real, you know, having played much sports because it is an easy game to pick up. So are there some resources out, out there that will help people with, you know, learning the proper way to stretch that you have or can mention? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, just like any other type of stretching, any other type of exercise, sorry, stretching does have its own sort of set of rules and guidelines to, you know, make sure you're doing it properly, uh, make sure you're maximizing the benefits of stretching and minimizing any any injuries or any problems that it could cause because stretching like any other form of exercise, if done incorrectly, can can result in, in injuries. So yeah, there are some resources out there. I have a free resource on my website called Stretching Tips. I mean, it just basically goes through all of those sort of do's and don'ts when it comes to stretching. And that's available for free at stretchtips.com. So anyone can go along there and download that. And that'll give you all the sort of do's and don'ts and guidelines for getting started with stretch. And it looks like you also have some pretty good articles on uh, stretchcoach.com. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So I have a very sort of large article archive there. I've been building that archive over the last 20 years and I have a whole range of articles, not only on stretching and flexibility, but also on sports injury as well. So if you are unfortunate enough to suffer um, from any injury, then I have articles on there about how to treat different uh, different types of injuries. I also have a lot of videos on there. So you can go and get videos of different stretches that you might like to try. I have some, some stretching routines for tennis players and squash players. So they would be appropriate for people playing pickleball. So yeah, there's, a, there's quite a lot of resources there. They're all for free. So anyone can go along there to stretchcoach.com and uh, have a look at those. All right. Well, Brad, I really appreciate you being on the podcast today. Some, you know, great tips to really enhance flexibility. I know I was out playing today and I'm like, oh, I just feel a little tight. So yeah, I need to, I need to get on it and really put that, make that a part of my routine. Cause like you said, like anything with health and fitness, it's, you know, the long term that actually matters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Lynn. It's been great to to talk about this. It's a it's a topic that I think more and more people are getting interested in stretching and flexibility, but for a long time it's been sort of the neglected component of health and fitness. So it's great to see more and more people getting interested in stretching and flexibility. And like I said at the beginning, it's not just beneficial for for playing pickleball. Improving your flexibility will help every other aspect of your life from just being able to move around more freely, getting in and out of the car, reaching up high for things or picking things up off the ground, improving your flexibility will have many benefits beyond. Well, all right. Thank you again so much for joining us on the Pickleball Fire podcast. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes. 